Oh lord, yeah, this one's gonna be hard to stay on track. This is gonna be worse than a Michigan summer. Orange barrels and on and off ramps crisscrossing each other through cops and ice patches and 80 degree bikinis and jeeps. Woo! Be a tough episode. Thanks for joining us on In the Rough, the podcast. I'm Stina Marie. And I'm Foy. And we're just fucking talking. And solving the world's problems. One orgasm at a time. One podcast at a time. (laughs) You already derailed us through all kinds of traffic detours and problems. That was some mind fuckery, huh? That's kind of what Michigan's like sometimes in the summer. Fair. I thought you were going somewhere about a race because you were talking about staying on track. Oh, yeah. Race track. We're already about, oh, we should keep a tally. We're about (laughs) two bad car analogies in. Oh, damn. All right. We should have like a dinger. It can be like a drinking game. Our podcast can turn into how many times does Floyd derail the conversation? Have a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. Yeah. If we're gonna do that, then I need a canned response. So every time you go off the off the, how was that off the rails? <laughs> Dang, the crazy train. Before you get back on the same train. <laughs> the same train. Mm, going to Steenaville. Our relationship priorities were set before we met, and that's why neither yes. of us were really in the kind of relationship we wanted to be in. So we were dating, I was still married, but sort of like in this place of living with but being separated from, but separated Uh, after Awkward's a really good word for it all. Okay, I'll take that. That most people will understand if you just say, I was in a very Very awkward awkward situation. situation. And that's it. That I got myself into, consensually. I just like to say that it it was, anyways... So when we met, though, I would have I would consider myself having not been in the ideal relationship conditions. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And I would say that's because I didn't know what my priorities were and Mm -hmm. my priorities weren't really being fulfilled. Agreed. So for you, sort of on the other side, similar conditions where you were dating, but not in like a committed relationship. Yeah. So try not to get wifed. Yeah. <laughs> try not to get wifed up. Yeah, try not to get wifed up. <laughs> Shout out. Cuz ain't nobody who wants to be a wife going to date some guy who's dating three other chicks at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you had your little system, I had my little system yeah. and we both were not in ideal conditions, but we were you said it accurately. Fine with it. Coming off the rails. You were coming off the rails? Oh, eventually. I mean, oh, I couldn't. Yeah, I was in a sustainable land. So when we met, our priorities for ourselves and our relationships matched. And mm-hmm. you have so eloquently <laughs> identified that what are the top three reasons for divorce? Oh, you just look at the statistics. It's, you know... Uh, money, sex, and child rearing. Take your pick on what order they're in because that only really matters in your current situation because I guarantee it's one of the three. 
So or two. When you look at those statistics, your thoughts about those statistics were mm-hmm. that a relationship has to have at least two of them to, to be keep, sustainable to to keep going. Yeah, because if you you know if life if you crack life into uh, gambling like it was I used to do that quite a bit like I would with Texas Hold'em is kind of like put percentages out there of success on the choices I'm going to make. And so if you want to get involved in a relationship, you take the top three reasons for ending it and you don't do those three things. Boom, you just beat 67% of the people out there. So you are saying that you're saying that the people that you were dating wouldn't fulfill any of those and so then they wouldn't marry you? Is that what you're saying? Mm, no, it was more like uh, going into dating and like filtering through prospective partners. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to see or feel that all three things are accomplishable in a sustainable way. So I guess that really breaks that down into taking my time to be a little bit more elaborate about what I was thinking here. Is that you want to understand the kind of human that you are what you bring to the table when it comes out there to dating, like a real look at yourself so that you can be honest about what are in those three realms of dating at 40, do I qualify for, for money, sex, and child rearing? Do you qualify for? Qualify for, measure up to, like, what's my my, uh, relationship portfolio look like? with these three things as my filter. Like if I was gonna filter through my portfolio of what makes me a man, what makes me a dad, what makes me a lover, and that's what I bring to the table So you're in saying a in those three so. areas, this is what I bring to the table. And those are the areas that you basically deemed the most important three things in a relationship to yeah. If you're going to let a gal see your see three cards out of your hand. And you were looking at it like, if she can't meet at least two of them, then it's not even a viable option at all. Correct. Because two is still viable. It's still a viable yeah. connection. If you're a betting man and you bet on the two to three odds, and they're, uh, those odds essentially being 100%, which the, that doesn't work. But anyways. It's favorable. It's favorable. So... When we met, those three things, though, money, sex, and child rearing, mm-hmm. we discussed those. Yeah. And we discussed what our priorities were in creating a relationship. And for us, money is left more to us as individuals mm-hmm. who support each other in money making endeavors but yeah we haven't combined finances on any level yeah i don't recommend that if tomorrow our relationship ended neither of us would be at all financially harmed or dependent on the other person in any way correct and so that's been like money is kind of out of the equation for us mm-hmm. so then we look at the last two and it's like you've got sex and you've got child rearing. Mm -hmm. And the way that those kind of rank for us is like, we both can um, raise our kids completely on our own. Like we're both functional single parents. And we got our number system for what percentage we're successful at doing that at. So with money, you've got, you know, it's a completely individual responsibility. And then it's just nice when we can go out together and one of us will pay and Mm -hmm. whatever 
And then with child rearing, it's like we still are sort of doing our own child rearing, Mm -hmm. but we're going to be significantly involved in each other's kids' lives. Oh, yeah. So even though you're not there for every moment during the week, and I'm not here for every moment with your kids during the week, the time that we do spend together, our intention is to co-parent. Oh, yeah. To a level where, like, some... You having to basically co-parent me also <laughs> recently was like, but that's your, that's, that shows me by your actions, the way you treated me and the experience that you are, you're in it at that level and, that, and you're actually that is really showing up in that way. Yeah. So then we go into sex and... We're like, well, sex is actually the only thing that I can't do on my own. I can do money on my own. Mm -hmm. I can do kids on my own, but it's really nice to do it with you. I was like, oh, that's a bummer for being an A-plus student in that, huh? Because in all reality, you need a partner to get to A-plus level. Truth. So with sex... Pinky pinky to the corner of the mouth. I suppose (laughs) that people would... Yeah. I suppose that people would say you can do sex on your own because you can have pleasure yeah. on your own. You can have an orgasm. And on you your could. Own. And you've, you know. So there's that. But when it comes to if I put like sex, relationship, romance, intimacy, mm-hmm. just all of these components yeah. of sex and sexuality. Yeah. A healthy sexual relationship. Into that. I can't do that alone. Yeah. A healthy sexual relationship. And it's yeah. like the only thing that, like, if I, if child rearing is too much, I can hire a nanny. If mm-hmm. money is, like, what was I going to say? If I need help with, like, child rearing, I can get help with that. If I need mm-hmm. help with money, I can get help with that. Like, yeah. I can pay people to do things for me to make more money. I can yeah. hire more team in my business. I can do yeah. all of these things. When pay it comes somebody to for sex, some more sex, it's like, even if, even if I could pay for that, which yeah. wouldn't be legal, but it's like, even if I could pay for that, I can't pay someone to love me and show up for me and support yeah. me and just be in a relationship with which, me. Which, if that's possible, that's a hell of a niche market right now. But then you look at, like we talked about, the amount of time that we spend yeah. together. And you'd have to like fork over a salary for someone which to me goes to saying like yeah that's why it's such a valuable um it is an economically valuable job position to be a homemaker Mm, it's extremely valuable because you're asking that person just to pour everything they have into you and your house and your kids and under ideal circumstances, there's others that will want to take advantage of that system and just ride the uh, self-employment train, if you will. I guess, but... Yeah. I know, we try to stay to away me. from that, but there's there's always a flip side of the coin, which is one of those cool analogies I came up with the other day. So we're another tangent. Son of a... We made it quite a ways before I did, but... Barely. Mm. Like, I'm on a tightrope. So Ooh. the point was that... Short skirt or oh, skinny bottoms? Train. Get on the train. Oh, train on tight wire. Oh, it doesn't work. <laughs> Anyways. Our priority in a relationship is our sex life. 
That's yeah. what we've determined. Yes. Together. Mm-hmm. Knowing full well that if other things aren't taken care of, like let's say like shit's going down with the kids yeah. or they're hyped up on sugar and freaking out or oh they're any number of things that could be happening with them. They could have drama with their friends. They could have drama with their other parent. They could yeah. have all of this going on. That could be happening. And like, what if then we throw on top of it money issues? You have money issues. I have money issues. So we've yeah. got like money issues, kid issues. Sex is not going to be good. No, because we got two things that are on the draining end of energy, and one that's trying to go to the inning. So making into a- by making sex a priority, what it doesn't mean is that sex is the only thing we need in the relationship no we sort of put it into this hierarchy of like that's our ice cream ensuring that sex is good means taking care of all the other things yeah it's like you have to put all the ingredients in yeah because it's a priority it's a good in the quality in which we want to participate like you got to have your shit together yeah not i mean just take for instance like we like to wake up in the morning on you know on the weekend together mm-hmm. and not have kids coming in and jumping on the bed and yeah. you know nagging us for a drink of water first thing in the morning or whatever yeah. so what that means is i have to prepare my kids to be able to get themselves up get their you know tablets mm-hmm. settled have a drink they need to know their yeah, boundaries about snacks screen time. whatever they need yeah and they're plenty old to do that so mm-hmm. i have to do that in my parenting though to ensure that I have the time that I want with you in the morning. Mm-hmm. So there's just all of these things that get taken care of and done because we want to be able to have a healthy sex life. So yes. it includes fitness, it includes diet, it includes hydration, yes. it includes parenting, it includes money, it includes work stress, it Lifestyle. includes family stuff. Yeah. It, all of it happens in order to port having a great sex life. Because you're going to be the most relaxed and the most present and the most in the moment and enjoying the other person when you're not like in fight or flight because of all these other things. Oh, yeah. And when you're not stressed out and afraid and overthinking and worrying about things. Oh, yeah, because what it takes to have a healthy sexual relationship means a mind that is sound, strong, well-fed, well-hydrated. Like, you got to have your shit together. You try to... You mentioned out there in the dating world, just trying to date people that couldn't even keep up as far as dating is concerned, much less mm-hmm. having a full-on healthy sexual relationship. Yeah. So. So I feel like we're more or less advocate. well, in a way, like I would say, yes, I'm advocating that people make sex the priority in their relationship because sex isn't just about under rubbing your freaking genitals together smashing plastic (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's not about getting off it's not about using each other it's not about objectification it's this area that gets to be the like the climax of your relationship you get to experience being a human being you know more and more studies and more and more science out there about how other species that live on this planet, which we, depending on what you believe in, could have woken up to be birthed into, or egged, whatever you want to call it, or just split a cell into something. If your mind can go there and the possibilities of what you may have ended up as, you got to be a human. 
So there is this thing called the human experience. It's unique to us. So, so you're saying sex is the climax of the human experience? It's a part of the human technically, experience. Technically, it's a part of it because if you want to get I, really I don't feel like I'm. I can be held accountable for putting that label on it because I don't like when people overuse words, and I don't want to overuse labels or misuse them either. But to say That's that bullshit. sex is, you said we're all walking, talking life support su- systems life support for, systems our genitals. for our genitals, and I said that actually means that you and I are just walking, talking sex. The reason that we're here is because our parents had sex. A thousand parents had sex to get us here, or more. Yes. Because if one of them didn't, then somebody wouldn't have banged somebody else, and it would you would be something different. You so, wouldn't have that sweet little thing that makes me just <laughs> drool over. Mm, G-rated. So well a done. lot of people had to have a lot of sex in order for us to get here today. Yes. And knowing that it's like sex is literally infused into like the first cell of our being it's the first two right we're inherently because you got to mix them together no the two become one cell you can't scissor it it's half and half you gotta you didn't know that the egg is half sperm is half it's not a full like thing until it comes together well yeah that's what i'm saying do we just have one of those where I'm saying what you're saying and you're saying yeah, what I'm probably. saying? Yeah, probably. And I'm going to listen to the, re- the recording. And like, I'm gonna be like, dang it, now who's going to be right? Because then it, like, who's right like filters off into the okay. next couple things. When So when sex is a priority, it's like honoring our origins in a way and like acknowledging sure. that, I like that we're inherently sexual beings. And it's the one thing that's at the core of like what you can't do without another person. And, it's, yeah. and I think that the reason that parenting is another area that we're so passionate about is that sex is, like, the parenting cycle, right? It's a part so of it, yeah. So I've talked about I want to – I'm looking at my kids thinking I'm raising the next generation of parents. I yeah. don't look at them and, and think I'm raising children into no. adulthood. I think I'm raising the next generation of parents. Yeah, and my, my, my motto, creed, whatever you want to call it, was that as a parent, it's my job to raise my children to be an adult. And I can only do that with my own knowledge of being an adult. Mm-hmm. So whatever I was instilled with, with morals, values, thoughts, direction, skill level, and transferring information to kids, all of that business... You know, this right here is my report card. I got two of them. So mm-hmm. you can go ask them and see how good I'm doing as a dad. And that's why there's moments when I make some bad choices. And I said, well, kids, here we go. Bad dad awards getting held out held out here. If I need to go to detention or get ISS, let me know. But I'm uh, just like 85% operating percentage of accuracy. You get, a, you get in trouble once in a while. Forget to turn in your homework. Who knows? Anyways. Slight tangent, but still on there. <laughs> and we still, we were starting out with fuel mileage. Yeah, I guess and these kinds are about... all things like currency or fuel for, a, or is this more in the efficiency aisle of if we're... I think it all goes back to the, the first step is that getting really clear on your relationship priorities. And yeah. they don't have to be the same as ours, and they can be more specific, they yeah. can be different things. And, and we dove into we... my three, my top three. 
Yeah, we look at what is really key in our relationship mm -hmm. because if we've got to cut time together or we've got to cut activities, like mm -hmm. it's going to be more important for us to tend to our sex lives than even to sit down and talk at the dinner table or, you know, like we're going to need to mm, make sure. such a sweet symphony to me. We need to make sure that our priorities stay our priorities and that we remain focused on our priorities Agreed. for our relationship. So yes. that's just getting clear on like what, because somebody might say, well, money is the thing that I want to do with another person or mm -hmm. I want to build a family. I want to have kids with yeah. another person. Put it and if you know that the that's the number one thing between the two of you, then orient everything else. Like we're talking about why sex is our priority and it being like yeah. the essence of humans. Yeah. You, if you have that kind of drive and commitment and devotion to your relationship priority, whether it falls in the category of sex, money, or um, or blank space, childbearing, whatever, or whatever. Yeah. If you can really look at it and say, "This is without a doubt the most important thing," and you both agree on it, yeah. you're going to be amazing at that thing. Yeah. And you're going to make sure that the rest of your life supports that number one priority. Yeah. So, and a lot of people make those choices and don't even know they're doing it. They don't even think about it under those terms. That like, I'm putting a whole bunch of effort into doing this one thing over and over again. Turns out, well, that's the one thing you do in life. If it's like, piss your boss off. Well, guess what? That's the one thing in life you're good at, pissing your boss off. How about getting something fucking done? So you're done? just saying like the repetition of that thing. Oh, yeah. Making it a priority. You can do that too, yeah. I just wasn't sure what pissing your boss off had to do with making sex a priority in a relationship. No, no, it was just that out of life, like you can make things priorities, and that you should be looking at like your choices oh. in life because it goes I'm beyond. Focused, I was going beyond. It goes sex. beyond relationships. Yeah. But I think in a relationship, if you have your priorities defined, yes, you know what that relationship is for. I could say in my life in general, I could be like, sex isn't my top priority just to corner life. people to say what is your relationship for that right there i'm telling you is going to get some people to be like what kind of fucking question is that i'm not answering that shit that's loaded as fuck what is my relationship with you for stina like talk about being on the hot seat i just want to identify that when when people do really understand and admit the priorities of their relationship, then that's yeah. where the gas mileage concept comes in. Fair enough. Because you get to look at how hard is it for me to keep that a priority. Yeah, sustainability. So when we think about making our sex life a priority, that doesn't mean that we have to like work really hard at it. Mm -hmm. It's something we both enjoy and it's something we both desire. Yes. If it was our priority because it was failing like you can have a priority because it's something you want to succeed at and you can have a priority because you feel like you've been failing and you're trying to fix it and so you so make if, it a priority to make it better yeah yeah and i think that that's the less <laughs> desirable desirable option. option fair enough i think that it's also um like you said what is the purpose of your relationship mm -hmm. and like then i would the next question i would ask is how hard is it for you to maintain that how much energy does it take? Mm -hmm. And if it takes energy, what's the return on investment? Mm -hmm. So, which is the gas mileage. So you put this fuel in and what do you get out of it? Yeah. And that's another sort of 
controversial question is what are you getting out of the relationship? Yeah. So just looking at what's the gas mileage when I put this in emotionally, energetically, mentally, physically, what comes out? So what we've both got is a relationship where I put in and I get more out than I put in. Mm-hmm. And if there's not a consistent increase in the return that you're getting in in a relationship, like your gas mileage isn't going up, yeah. then that's not a relationship I would recommend being in. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, I'm just listening. Try not to derail the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. So can I wrap this up now? <laughs> yeah. Um, let me get a drink. Finish. Bring us All home, right. Stina. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for joining us today on our many tangents. Oh my, and all the editing work that she's going to have to put into it. I don't want to be in trouble. If you're still with us, please yeah. subscribe to our show. Oh Lord. Maybe our last one. Who knows? <laughs> she might be done with me. And leave us a review because we'd like to acknowledge your existence in future episodes. Oh my. Can't leave it out of the extra. Worship you as you've worshipped well, me. <laughs> dang. <laughs> there it is. Boy, just hit the cutting room floor. See you on the next one. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>